and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner, on this oddly mixed day of thunderstorms, sun and rain. Uh, but let's start the show with a track by the artist Jen Vix, uh, who brought out uh, an EP uh, earlier this year called Six. And this track is taken from that EP and it's called Ride. taken from her imaginatively titled EP6. Now, I constantly gripe on the show about the fact that, like, in the age of the internet and the web, when it should be entirely possible to just put a web page together for a band and what have you, so many electronic artists, there's like minimal information out there and you end up like just scraping bits of info about them off uh, off Bandcamp, for example, which is where I came across this outfit called Frost. Uh, there's an umlaut over the O, so I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. But they are a Bryson-based collaboration, it says here on Bandcamp, uh, which includes the synth player from Fujia and Miyagi, who's a band I've played on the show uh, a couple of times in the past. Um... This particular track I picked up this week, uh, which is taken from their Keratin EP, uh, and it's called Delta Antenna. Thank you. 
Frost and Delta Antenna taken from their Keratin EP, which was released a couple of years ago, which coincidentally was when Goldfrapp released their album Silver Eye. So, I mean, Goldfrapp's career musically started off with their first album was quite kind of ambient, often gets described. I don't think that's quite the right, right word. But then they just went more pop and it's all brought in elements of glam uh, for that one, things like Strict Machine. And then they kind of took this kind of odd folky trip hop turn but a couple of years ago they brought an album called Silver Eye which I think really returned back to their more strongly electronic roots it's a cracking album I'd highly recommend it I'm going to play a track from it for you right now this one is called Become the One
Goldfrapp and Become the One taken from their 2017 album Silver Eye. Now, I've often played uh, tracks by Depeche Mode on the show, and one of the things I always kind of bang on about is that really for me, they're absolutely, apart from the first album with Vince Clark, the best two albums they did were Violator and Songs of Faith and Devotion. And you can tag on to the end of that the live album, Songs of Faith and Devotion Live, which is just the studio album, as you've guessed, played live, which is absolutely great. Uh, but early on in their career, they, you know, they, they were one of those bands that would write B-sides for each of their singles. And then a bit later on, I guess, when they were too busy to do much writing, you'd get live tracks and whatever. But there was sort of a time, I guess, around Music of the Masses where they started getting more and more remix work done. And this week, I came across one of their remix albums called DB... What is it called? Uh, uh, oh, oh, it's called DMBX5. And it's just got like about 30 tracks on it. And there's... Well, it's about 30... 40 remixes of a, a much smaller number of tracks, uh, but includes one version of the song called Condemnation, which is taken from Songs of Faith and Devotion, which is a song I particularly like. It's not massively different from the album version, but I've never played the song on the show before, wasn't well, not the studio version before, so I thought I'd play it for you this evening. This is Depeche Mode and the Paris mix of Condemnation. <laughs> Condemnation Try Here on the stand With the book in my hand Truth on my side Accusations Lies Hand me my sins I'll show no repentance I'll Suffer with pride If for honesty you want apologies I don't sympathize The kindness you substitute Blindness Please open your eyes Depeche Mode and the Paris mix of Condemnation, which is available on the DMBX5 box set, which is a little bit on the pricey side, to be honest. Now, since I've got back from Blue Dot, I've been listening to quite a bit of Joy Division. That's 
come risen from seeing them playing live on the Sunday night, or seeing New Order playing live on the Sunday night when they played four tracks by Joy Division. And one of the things that struck me was the way that uh, Steve Morris, the drummer, played much more in the style on those tracks of the early live gigs of Joy Division. When they went into the studio, uh, Martin Hammett was much more very strict with them. Uh, he said and uh, that he wanted each drum, for example, recorded separately to get this incredible kind of spatial sound that you get on those Joy Division records. And at the time, uh, Barney Sumner hated that because it just didn't sound like them live. And they were a very, very good live act. And one of the albums I've been playing since I've been back from Blue Dot is a um, gig that Joy Division recorded in Preston on the 28th of February 1980 and the track I'm going to play for you next um, I think in some ways Barney Sumner's not a brilliant guitarist and yet during his Joy Division days he was a really imaginative guitarist and just listen to the number of parts that he's got going on uh, in this song this is called Shadow Play New Order, or rather Joy Division, and Shadow Play taken from their gig at Preston uh, on the 28th of February 1980. 
Now, when you first bought uh, the Groove Armada album Black Light, you would have got with it 10 tracks. And then later on, uh, this 11th track appeared, uh, featuring, funnily enough, Will Young, the, uh, the the chap who came to prominence on, I can't remember what TV show it was now, one of those you know, talent shows that um, Simon Cowell usually ends up uh, presenting or owning or making a huge amount of money from. But this track history is actually really, really good. I don't know what it was about it that it wasn't featured on the original CD and what it kind of came along later. Um, things seem to be oddly curated these days between physical uh, and digital but it's a cracking track and this week I came across a remix of it um, called the Still Going Remix which I'm going to play for you right now this is Groove Amada and History
Groove and the still-going remix of their track, History, which was kind of on the album Black Light. Now, the next two tracks I'm going to play to you are both songs that I came across this week via friends of mine. Uh, the first was my friend Andy uh, on Twitter, who was the guy who, who was one of the guys I was at Blue Dot with. And he was playing a track called Christian by China Crisis. Now, I was never a massive China Crisis fan, I have to say. There's something a little bit too gentle a bit too smooth about their sound um but this track he was recommending was called christian and actually um, having sort of read about it this week it turned i didn't realize that was their breakthrough single taken from their debut album difficult shapes and passive rhythms some people think it's fun to entertain uh, quite a mouthful there um it is in my mind clearly influenced by japan but particularly the fretless bass which is so you know, Mick Khan might as well have actually played it himself. Although, interestingly, I read the guy who did play the bass was the chap from uh, Landscape, the band that did Einstein a Gogo. Anyway, uh, enough of me chatting about it. Here it is for you to listen to China Crisis and Christian. Thank you. 
China Crisis and Christian. And while I was playing, I was just thinking, there was only two songs by him I ever really liked. One was Black Man Ray and the other one was King in a Catholic Style, which I always liked the keyboard figure on that. So that was the track that my friend Andy put me on to, but also this week, my friend Simon put me on to a cover of a Gary Newman song. He sent me a link through to it. He had quite an amazing week, actually. Simon, this is not Gary Newman. He's a photographer. Uh, he does, he's on Twitter as Not Quite Light, and he does all these kind of dawn and dusk photos, low-light photography, absolutely beautiful stuff. And and on Tuesday, I think it was, or maybe Wednesday, he was in Manchester, it was pouring with rain, and he just took this one shot that went absolutely viral, at least sort of viral within Manchester, ended up selling, I think, probably a couple of hundred prints of it. It's just, just unbelievable, just came completely out of the blue. Uh, but before all that kicked off, he'd sent me this link to a cover of uh, Gary Newman's Me, I Disconnect From You, so technically by Tubeway Army from the second album. Uh, replicas and I was surprised to see that actually it was by Duran Duran's erstwhile guitarist Warren Coccarillo uh, it's really rather good it's taken from his album Missing Person and this is as I say Me I Disconnect From You Tubeway Army's Me I Disconnect From You, as played by Warren Cuccarillo and taken from his album A Missing Person, which actually, I noticed, came out this year. Th- actually, it's very, very similar to a live version that Newman played in, around, probably on his Living Ornaments 79 or 80 album. And at the end of that live version, 
uh, Russell Bell, the guitarist, runs his pick down the fretboard. And now every time I hear that song live and they don't do that, it sounds curiously incomplete to me. But let's get back to the more electronic music. And this week, in my bid to ever find new sounds to play on the radio show, I was listening to a mixtape that Mute Records have done on Spotify. Features a lot more guitar, actually, than you might expect. And I was listening to a few of those tracks and thinking, you know, this, some of this stuff, you know, just anyone with a kind of laptop could make it these days. And you sort of think, Where, where's the virtue to it? And then I came across this one song by this outfit called MG. And, you know, in some ways, all that criticism applies. It's not something you couldn't just knock together with Logic Pro or whatever and a decent synth package. But there's just something about it. And that's always the thing you're looking for, isn't it? Just that little, little bit of magic that's there in the music. So by MG, taken from their album MG, this is called Europa Hymn. MG and Europa Him. Now let's go to a chap who I love very much but who doesn't feature very often on Electronic Ears and that's Nick Cave. I've been a big fan of his ever since uh, my first wife bought me a copy of Henry's Dream for my birthday. And at the time I was convinced I didn't like Nick Cave and then she gave me this and I sort of played it out of a sense of duty and fell in love with it. And then from there he had this absolute purple period. Uh, Henry's Dream, Let Love In, Murder Ballads. And then it kind of went a bit quieter with The Boatman's Call and that was a great album though in retrospect and then there was No More Shall We Part which has got some really good bits in it and then he did this album called Nocturama which was a bit kind of lame I don't, I don't think I've better pl- not played that more than 10 times in my whole life um, and then he had this kind of return to form with a double album called Abattoir Blues and The Lyre of Orpheus but you still felt he wasn't quite got his mojo in place and then he did this 
uh, split-off band with some of the guys from the Bad Seeds called Grinderman. Um, after which he sort of went back into working with the Bad Seeds with kind of renewed vigour and I did an album called Dig Lazarus Dig. But let's stay with Grinderman for the time being. And it's just a great album. It's a guy who is enjoying what he's doing. You could just feel the kind of creativity just surging through this album. But there's one track on it in particular that I love. Um, and it, it's really sort of a good example of how Warren Ellis and Nick Cave work together, where Warren Ellis will send him a little loop of music and Nick Cave will work with it. And you can really hear that in this track. It's just a great piece of songwriting, taking this kind of slightly discordant noise and just making a song out of it. It just shows what a great, great songwriter Nick Cave is. Uh, the song itself, as I say, is by Grinderman. It's taken from the album Grinderman, and the track is called Grinderman.
Nick Cave playing as Grinderman and the what I think is simply beautiful track called Grinderman taken from the album of the same name which leaves us with time for just one track from Underworld who I don't play on the show as often as you might expect I find them quite a hit and miss outfit to be honest although seeing them at Blue Dot was one of the best gigs of my life it was absolutely extraordinary um, I can't remember which album this came from originally I've got it on the compilation 1992 to 2002 uh, but I'm going to leave you with it the track's called Jumbo but before I kick it off I'll just say thank you for listening I hope you'll be back next week and until then cheers bye There's a little sale on, uh, on, on vests at uh, Walmart. $9. Oh, yeah? Eight something, yeah. Nice little vest, light.
I've never fished here. I've caught good cool fish in Gravenberg. I never did catch fish. Good cool fish in Gravenberg. Big chicken tender slab. 